ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. You're listening to us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on ESPN+. Plus. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Amber Wilson. He's Chris Canty. You can tweet to us at ChrisCanty99, at AmberW790, or you can join the conversation on the Canty call-in line. 1-888-SAY-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. We are asking you, what is the best landing spot for Deshaun Watson? And of course, that comes with the news. The breaking news today, just an hour ago, that Deshaun Watson will not be indicted for a crime. He, The prosecutor in Harris County, Texas, presented the case uh, to the grand jury today on those nine criminal complaints. Reportedly, eight women testified against Deshaun in front of the grand jury. The grand jury uh, determined not to indict Deshaun on any of the charges uh, that were possible. So it looks like the clock is now ticking on Deshaun Watson in terms of his future with the NFL. We have been talking about potential landing spots because presumably the Texans are going to be immediately receiving calls for trade offers for Deshaun Watson now in the wake of this news. Of course, Chris, we still don't know when he'll be suspended, how long he'll be suspended for. The NFL has been investigating this. They have not spoken to Deshaun. They can't really do their full investigation because they don't involve themselves when there's a pending criminal investigation. So they have not spoken to Deshaun yet, reportedly. They have spoken to, I believe, nine of his accusers of the 22 women who filed civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. So it's a bit unclear how much more time the conclusion of an NFL investigation would take and when a suspension would come down and the length of that suspension. But even all of that, notwithstanding, there's going to be a trade market immediately for Deshaun Watson because of the caliber of talent we're talking about and because he's a very young quarterback as well. And he's still got four years left on his deal. So if you trade for Deshaun Watson, he's locked in for quite some time. Now, remember, Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause in his contract, so he is in control of his destiny. But at this point, Chris, he wants out of Texas. He wanted out of the Texans, don't forget, before any of these accusations that were levied against him. So I would imagine if you're Deshaun Watson at this point, you're even more anxious to get this move underway. Yeah, he's more anxious to get this move underway. And with the developments now, you speculated that this could potentially push the plaintiffs closer to Deshaun Watson in his position in terms of what it would take in order to get these cases settled so all parties can move forward, so Deshaun Watson can get to the business of moving his NFL career forward. And after spending a time a year away from the field, I'm pretty sure he's anxious to do that. He's also anxious to find the next team that he's going to play for to be able to get in there to see if he can have involvement with the offseason program to get acclimated to his new teammates, his new environment, the new offense that he's going to be responsible for running. So there's a lot of incentive for Deshaun Watson to move this forward. There's incentive for the Houston Texans as well because on the fifth day of the new league year, which is March 20th, right around the corner, a significant portion of Deshaun Watson's contract becomes guaranteed. You're talking about his entire base salary for the 2023 season, but also a $17 million roster bonus that would be due as well. So, The Texans certainly don't want to be on the hook for that, so they're wanting to move this process along quickly. And according to our very own Adam Schefter on Twitter, he expects that the trade market is going to move quickly for Deshaun Watson. So we've been waiting for a year 
as to where he's going to end up going, and it could come down to the next couple of weeks. We'll find out exactly where Deshaun Watson is going to land. Now, we did have Jeremy Fowler on the show earlier, and he speculated some teams in the NFC that he would be surprised if they didn't make a call. The Philadelphia Eagles with three first-round draft picks, also the Carolina Panthers with their owner David Tepper trying to find a quarterback. They have draft capital that they could use in order to swing a deal. And then the Seattle Seahawks, who have been rumored to be lurking and interested in Deshaun Watson. So I think all three of those places make sense. But as you mentioned, Deshaun Watson is going to have some say in all of this, and that could potentially affect the compensation going back to the Houston Texans. It may affect the compensation, and it could come down to where he sees the best opportunity for himself or where he cares to live or where he cares to play. I don't know what factors are going to be considered by Deshaun because we were hearing for a while that the only place he would waive his no-trade clause for at one time was the Miami Dolphins. That was back, of course, when Brian Flores was the coach there. And, and they seemingly- have the same agent, too. Brian Flores, Brian Flores and, and Deshaun Watson have the same agent. And seemingly there were a lot of conversations be- being had there between the Texans and the Dolphins uh, this season, earlier this season, before the trade deadline. It obviously did not get done. Now the Miami Dolphins look like a very different organization than they did back then, of course, with the new head coach. And because of that, apparently they have decided that Tua is their guy, at least for now. They're out in terms of their interest in Deshaun Watson. So it does beg the question, where would Deshaun then want to go? Because we haven't had much indication outside of the Dolphins of what types of teams he would desire to go to, but I would imagine that he wants to find himself in a good position in terms of a win-now type of proposition, which of course he has not been in with the Texans. The Texans, of course, have control in terms of what they want in return for Deshaun Watson, and you and I were having a conversation, because both you and I expect, of course, that there will be some sort of suspension leveled here by the NFL because of a violation of the conduct policy, and we have no idea how long that suspension will be it presumably at least six games under the CBA if we're talking eight games or 10 games or something even more Mm -hmm. serious than that either way it's significant time that I would imagine he'll be suspended for but does it actually affect his trade value when you're talking about a quarterback who's locked in for four years no I don't think it does I I mean a team that's trading for Deshaun Watson is looking at having a quarterback that could be top five at the position for the next decade plus so I don't know how much, you know, six, eight, ten games being suspended would factor in. I, I don't think it, it would if you're the Carolina Panthers or you're the Seattle Seahawks. Even if you're the Philadelphia Eagles who have a quarterback in place in Jalen Hurts, that, that actually makes that destination make even more sense because it's not like you couldn't be competitive while you're waiting for Deshaun Watson to become available for your team. So um, that's that's a place that, that makes a ton of sense. If Deshaun Watson wants to win now – and the Texans are insistent on moving him out of the conference, the Tampa Bay Bucks. That's a team that's two years removed from winning a Super Bowl, and they came a Matt Stafford pass to Cooper Cup away from being able to, to get out of the divisional round and get to the NFC Championship game yet again. And so that place makes a lot of sense. Bruce Arians has been known to take risks when it comes to personnel, when it comes to decision-making. And so I could absolutely see a scenario where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers shut that light off that they've been leaving on for Tom Brady and go the direction of Deshaun Watson, knowing that they have a pretty long runway when it comes to their championship window 
being open down there. That would be interesting. There's going to be quite a few interesting landing spots for Deshaun Watson, particularly in terms of a football perspective. Now, today, again, Deshaun Watson, the grand jury, had chosen not to indict Deshaun Watson on criminal charges. He was also deposed in the civil cases today. That amounted to not much, reportedly. He pled the fist something like 150 times, according to the opposing lawyer, because, of course, at the time, we didn't have a conclusion yet in terms of this criminal investigation. So, now we do. Deshaun Watson is most likely not being, there's a small little caveat here where he still could be with a misdemeanor, but basically Deshaun Watson is not going to be charged with a crime because the grand jury is not indicting him. Deshaun Watson had an opportunity to address the media right after that news outside the courthouse. Here is Deshaun Watson. Definitely a, a very emotional uh, moment for me. Um, I know we're, we're far from being done of, of um, handling what we need to handle um, on the legal side, but today is definitely a big day, and, and I thank um, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for, you know, letting the truth be heard, um, and I thank everyone that was a part of this, of seeing and hearing both sides, um, and that's what my point and, and my team wanted to do, is, is have a fair slate of us telling our side of the story. Um, that and the conclusion come down to what happened today. Well, the conclusion that came down today is that there will be no criminal charges uh, from the grand jury, no indictment against Deshaun Watson. And Chris, I think that the interesting component of this, because Deshaun does allude to the fact that they still have a long way to go in terms of the legal troubles. They still do have 22 pending civil suits to be taken care of. I would expect now that he probably has a better bargaining position in terms of negotiation for settlement. I wouldn't be surprised if some of those suits start settling soon rather than later, particularly if he's going to a new team because he probably tries wants to try to get as much of this behind him as he can. But this doesn't actually impact, of course, the civil suits. What I do think, though, that might happen here because it is typically easy to get an indictment in front of a grand jury. There is the old adage I keep referencing amongst lawyers that a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich. It's typically a pretty low burden for a grand jury to issue an indictment. So it means that... He pro- there's probably not good evidence here. It means that the mm-hmm. evidence against Deshaun Watson was most likely weak. And so then I do wonder if he goes to a new team, does the new team use that from a PR perspective? Like, hey, you know, there's there's not much evidence here against Deshaun Watson. And because of that, does the public kind of just move on? Even though we have these 22 civil pending actions where the allegations are still, you know, obviously heinous against Deshaun Watson. I, I do wonder if this helps him in the court of public opinion. Uh, I'm not sure if it helps him in the court of public opinion because perception is reality and you are talking about 22 civil lawsuits against him. And so to think that there isn't some wrongdoing on Deshaun Watson's behalf, it seems like it's a little far-fetched. Now, did it rise to the level of criminal? Uh, Obviously, based on what we're getting back from the grand jury, they didn't see the evidence uh, to that end. But I- I'm not sure that the court of public opinion is just going to say Deshaun Watson is completely innocent in all of this. But it'll be interesting to see how that narrative shapes out in the coming days and weeks. But I think the focus now of the NFL world is exactly where is Deshaun Watson going to land because there are a lot of quarterback-starved teams, a lot of quarterback-starved fan bases that would love to have a guy that's top five at the position in his mid-20s, locked up for the next four years at $34 million 
average annual value. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an arms race to see if who can pull off a deal that makes sense to get Deshaun Watson, and it's gonna bear it's gonna be worth watching over the next couple of weeks because I think it does happen at the beginning of the league year. Yeah, because not every so because of that public perception, not everybody is going to be in on Deshaun Watson, but certainly because of his talent and his age and his contract, there will be a lot of teams that will be in on Deshaun Watson. Coming up, Max Crosby signed his four year ninety five milli extension exactly two years to the day that he became sober. Big shout out to friend of the show, Max Crosby. That's next here on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio, Amber Wilson and Chris Canty. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Another wild day for us with more breaking news out of the NFL. The NFL offseason is becoming as fun as the NBA offseason to me. I love it. Amber, I love guess all what? The NFL Amber, trade. guess what? We still ain't talked about the Cowboys. We've we had the Cowboys in every single rundown for the show this week. And we still hadn't talked about the Dallas Cowboys. We've been trying to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, and we get NFL breaking news every single day. Every I'm here for day. it, though. We I'm had, here for it. We had baseball breaking news yesterday. Yes, the Cowboys, every day they have been in our rundown all week, and we have punted on them every day, and that is not something the Dallas Cowboys are probably accustomed to, but that's how it rolls when all of this breaking news is going down. So a very, very fun week that we're wrapping up here. Uh, Big shout-out to Devon Givens, a Sixers insider and host of the Devon Givens show on 97.5 The Fan for joining us earlier to talk about that debacle last night in Philadelphia. David Schoenfield, ESPN senior Major League Baseball writer, he helped us break down the impending free agency that's already lit in Major League Baseball. And Jeremy Fowler, Fowler, ESPN's senior NFL reporter, also helping us break down the Deshaun Watson breaking news. Weekend Preview is brought to you by GEICO. Switch to GEICO today and see all the ways that you could save. So now, after all of that, it is time, Chris Canty, to go three and out. Let's do it. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Well, sometimes it's the worst, but this time it is the best because friend of the show, Max Crosby, he signed his four-year, ninety-five-plus million-dollar extension, and this comes exactly two years to the day that he became sober. Chris Canty. That's such an awesome, awesome thing for Max Crosby. No, it's been a long journey for him, and he shared his journey so that it can help uplift others. We know about the community outreach work that he does with people that are struggling with their sobriety, but he always reminds himself of the journey that he's come through. On his right hand, he's got tatted 3-11-20 to signify the day that he became sober. So for the Las Vegas Raiders to give him the contract extension that he very much so deserves on this day. It shows a level of awareness from the organization that the player has to appreciate. So shout out to Max Crosby doing big things out there. We didn't get to my pass rush tandems, my top five pass rush tandems list, but best believe Max Crosby and Yannick Nguakwe are on that list. And that's because Max Crosby is a hell of a player, but based on all of the things that he's been doing over the past couple of years outside of the field, he's an even better person. 
Yeah, great guy. We've had him on during Super Bowl week. Uh, really interesting how he uses his story to help others. The NBA is on ESPN Radio. Tune in Sunday as the Celtics host the Mavs, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. So last night, Virginia, 13 points, Chris, in the first half. You're saying that with too much joy in your voice, Amber. Amber, you're saying that with too much joy in your voice. I don't appreciate that. Yeah, we lost 63-43 to in the ACC tournament to Carolina. Carolina is playing outstanding. You saw what they did in Coach K's last game at Cameron Indoor. They're trying to spoil everybody's season. But what I can't understand is why Seth Greenberg, when asked about Big Ten basketball, the Big Ten tourney decided that he wanted to throw in the fact that UVA only had 13 points in the first half of yesterday's game. Let's hear Seth Greenberg. Take a listen to what happened to me on Get Up this morning with Seth Greenberg. They blew out Northwestern yesterday. We'll see if they make a run here. Well, Virginia scored 13 points yesterday in the first half. Iowa had 62, 62 points. Who asked you, yeah, Seth? I, I completely Sorry, agree. Sorry, the, the big fellow over there. That's the a team He's yeah. a lot, much bigger than me. You should see how angry Chris Canty looks on the Who other side of our studio. Who asked you, Seth? Do you have a shot of that? Yell again. Chris. <laughs> He's got I worked there in 84. We went to the Final Four. It was, it was a great place. <laughs> Seth, they talking about Northwestern and Iowa. Who asked you about UVA only scoring 13 points? I don't understand it, Amber. I don't understand it. It still makes no sense I think you're taking no your anger out on Seth Greenberg. I don't no, know. No, I wanted to put hands on Seth Greenberg. I wish it was an NFL field. I'd tackle Seth Greenberg. I think you need to be upset with your Virginia squad because they did not show up against UNC. And I do not appreciate our producer, Shannon Penn, writing on the screen that didn't the Gators lose also, also via a buzzer beater. That is unappreciated by me. I see you, Shannon. I'm taking note of that. Next up, though, the ACC tournament semifinals without Chris Canty's Virginia tournament Cavaliers. Is over. That's Who cares? Texas has been ESPN Radio.